Blog Talk Radio. Hello, listeners. It's Catherine Gordon of the Sugar Freedom Show. Hang tight as we bring on our guest, Derek Waller, who is going to tell us about 10-Minute Fat Loss. Here he comes. Hello, Derek. Are you there? Hi, I'm here. Can you hear me? Oh, this is fantastic. I sure can. Hey, everybody. It's Derek Waller calling us, and I'm Catherine Gordon of the Sugar Freedom Show. Hey, everybody. Let's get you up to speed. So Derek Waller has a wonderful program that he's written called 10-Minute Fat Loss. And let me tell you, one of the things I've learned from six years of experience doing shorter workouts and uh, more than two years of experience as a certified turbulence trainer, you may not believe it, but it is true. Today, the shorter, more intense workout actually gets us better results. But it's really great to have Derek Waller with us today so that he can tell us his story and how he uses 10-minute fat loss. Pardon me, clearing my throat. Want to have clear diction for you guys on the Sugar Freedom Show. So let's meet Derek Waller. Derek, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Catherine. How are you? Oh, I'm I'm absolutely fantastic. It is a sunny California day. Uh, it seems like these days we don't have much other than sunny California days, but that's <laughs> another story. So, uh, Derek, just to get you started, uh, we had the opportunity to see each other in San Diego last month. And uh, we've met before, and you're a wonderful, fit young man. And everyone on listening to the call, I don't want to embarrass him, but um, he doesn't seem to realize. He's got his 31st birthday coming up, and he doesn't seem to realize how young that is. And Derek is one of the one of the nicest young men I've met in a long time. But, Derek, would you mind starting us off by talking about what happened to you in San Diego? Sure. Um so yeah, I flew out to San Diego, um, got in there on a Thursday, and I was—I actually met one of my friends, he's a trainer in Sun Prairie, which is you know about 10 minutes outside of Madison where I live, mm-hmm. uh, so I met him out there, uh, we went out to dinner, you know, everything was great, I was really excited, this was my first turbulence training summit, I got certified as a turbulence trainer almost a year ago now, I think it was last July or August, um, so I was really excited for it, um, went back, or we went out to dinner, went back to our room, fell asleep, woke up at 12.30 and had these intense, intense stomach pains. Um, and this has actually happened to me before. Uh, it happened to me on my honeymoon when we were in Hawaii um, a little over a year ago, so it was May of 2013, um, and it's had this really, really bad stomach pains. Um, and in the past, they could last up to four hours, and it's really like the, the worst pain I've ever felt. It's like somebody's like got their hand and trying to stick it through your stomach and like trying to rip everything out. It's it's that painful. Um, oh dear. But in the past, I just would kind of lay there and just kind of take it and wait for it to be over because I had no idea like what was wrong. After a few hours, um, I guess everything would go back to normal and I'd feel fine. So, um, so I woke up in the middle of the night, had these you know intense pains, and I I immediately knew what it was. So I'm like, all right, this is gonna be a long night, you know, mm. away from home, just kind of. Not too happy about it. Um, so about two hours passed, and I'm just kind of rolling around in my bed, getting up, trying to go to the bathroom, all these things. Wasn't getting any better, but then something different happened, which never happened before, which is I started throwing up a lot. Um, and, and that's never happened when I've had these pains before, so I was really kind of concerned about that. Um, so I started you know, throwing up quite a bit, and this lasted about six and a half hours of me just kind of going back and forth. Oh my goodness! Uh, from my and bed you know, to the is, bathroom. Yeah. Um, this is the mother in me. 
saying, yeah. why didn't you go right to the hospital? Did you did you go to the hospital? I eventually did. So Good. what happened was I finally ended up, I was, you know, on the bathroom floor just, like, exhausted. Yeah. Um, and I finally were like, okay, you know, I need I need to get some help. This is way out of, you know, way out of control. It's worse than it's ever been. So I uh, went down to the lobby. Luckily, they had some cabs out front. Got in a cab, just told them to take me to the nearest hospital. Um, and went straight to the emergency room. And it was really kind of a long process because they had no idea what was wrong with me either. So, you know, they did all these tests. We had all these nurses kind of, you know, taking blood samples, doing all these other things. I had, uh, I had a CAT scan done, and, and they didn't see anything. So they had no idea what was wrong. I had six different doctors looking at my x-rays. They had no clue. And they kind of came to the conclusion they just thought it was food poisoning. And I've had food poisoning before, and I knew this wasn't it, but... It wasn't I, food poisoning, was it? No. Um, so eventually what they found out is I had what they called gut malrotation. So what happens is my colon got enlarged to the point where it you know, got really big and then kind of rotated inside my body and essentially crushed all the organs and intestines that were in its path. So it just somehow rotated in my body. And then they also found out that I was born with my large bowel and my appendix on the wrong side of my body, which I figured something that would have been caught by now, but apparently not. Um, so essentially my body couldn't process anything, which is why, you know, I was, which I was throwing everything up because, you know, I couldn't, my body couldn't handle anything on its own and it just rotated and still really not sure what caused that, but um, that's kind of what they ultimately found out, um, which was really, really scary. <laughs> quite, a, quite a shock, wasn't it? And as I remember you did, you missed all the summit and you had to be there a couple of days after it was over in, in order to go home. But, but tell us, how, how are you doing now? I'm, I'm doing really well now. So um, a couple of days after I was in the hospital, I had surgery. I ended up staying 11 days in the hospital. Yeah. In those 11 days, I lost 15 pounds. Uh, um, it was not just, the way you want to do it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so now uh, I'm fine. I've been home for about a month now, um, kind of slowly recovering. I'm, you know, I'm walking around. I, can't, I still can't exercise or anything for about another month or so. Um, I have to follow a special low-fiber diet because my, my body still can't handle a lot of the higher-fiber foods. So that's a little rough as someone who's uh, kind of into health and fitness. I'm mm-hmm. not really allowed to eat what I usually do. Um, but it, it's really it's getting better every single day, and it's, you know, it's, it's, it's gotten better. I've been you know, moving around, and it's really just a lot of rest. So, um, but it's, it's looking good. Well, I appreciate your, your sharing your story with me and my listeners. And one of the things that's so important has been so important to me on my uh, fat loss and my fitness journey is this understanding of how precious the ability to exercise and move and train really is. And I think an experience like your, what you had really brings home how, how lucky we are, those of us who have a level of physical fitness are, to be able to stay fit. Now, one of the important things I want to ask you is, Going into this experience where really there was nothing you could have done, you know, eventually you were going to have to have surgery just because of, you know, the the situation that you were born with. Mm -hmm. How do you think that your level of fitness um, helped you handle the incredible stress and crisis of what you went through in San Diego? Uh, It was huge, and actually the doctors came out and told me because they they knew what I did after, you know, talking with them for a while, and... um, so one of the parts of it was after surgery, obviously, I couldn't eat anything. So I was on a ice chip diet for three days. I got nothing but ice chips out of a cup, basically. <laughs> um, and then the next day I got clear liquids. 
So I got to have some like broth and some water, and then the day after that, I got like colored liquids, so a little bit of Jello and things like that. So I went, you know, five six days without really any solid food, and they told me that the nutrient stores and everything that I had built up from from eating healthy for so long really kind of speed, sped up my recovery a little bit, kind of let my body handle it a little better rather than someone who maybe, you know, eats fast food or eats a lot of, you know, unhealthy foods. You know, I kind of had those stores built up over the years of healthy eating, which, which really helped me. Um, and then the other aspect of it was, um, you know, I was, I was in bed for so long. They told me after my surgery that I was at severe risk for blood clots in my legs because I just I hadn't been using them. I was laying in bed, you know, for three or four days straight. So the, the best way to get rid of those or make sure you, that you don't get them is to get up and walk. So I had to get up, um, I was, you know, I had the IV in my arm, I had the IV cart, so I had to get up, you know, unplug the cart, and we uh, went for a walk, just like right around the inside of the hospital. And, you know, I had one arm on the cart, one arm on the wall, just taking these small, short steps, and it, it took me about five minutes to walk, maybe 100 feet, but getting up and starting to do that, you know, helped me prevent getting the blood clots and helped me recover a little faster. And the doctors told me, they said, a day after surgery, Barely anybody can, can get up and walk around, and the fact that you did was, you know, really impressive and was really, you know, a, kind of like a kickstart of your recovery, and it's all just because of the, the healthier lifestyle that I was leading before this, you know, it, it allowed me to do that, with, which helped me get out of there quicker and kind of back to a little bit of a normal routine in life. Well, I, I really, I'm glad that you're sharing that story with me and my listeners, because I think what one of the things that we need to understand is that we can really put fitness in the bank. If you eat right and you train smart, you're literally you're 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 making an investment in in the bank of health so that if God forbid if some if you do have an event or a circumstance where you do have to have surgery or you end up in the hospital, uh you've got some health banks that you can withdraw on to help you get through. Would you agree that that's true? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's it's really it's a huge part of it, and I, I didn't really even think of it before, and then this happened to me, and, you know, the doctors told me about it, and I kind of saw it firsthand with how I was recovering, and it just was, you know, it was huge. Well, I have to say, Derek, that very often what we find in life is that our greatest challenges often lead to our, our biggest triumphs. That's one of, the, one of the great things about when we do go through difficulty in life. Now, mm-hmm. let's go ahead and, and turn to the lifestyle and the knowledge that helped you to get that level of fitness, when, which helped you when you ended up in a crisis. Would you tell me and my listeners uh, how you got into health and fitness and a little bit of your, your history and what brought you to this understanding that, you know, and I know that you have a, a wonderful program called 10-Minute Fat Loss. What in the world brought you around to the way of thinking that, that 10 minutes could be enough to get fit and healthy? Well, I really started getting interested in health and fitness when I was, when I was younger. I, I played sports, you know, as a kid all throughout high school, basically year-round. So um, I was always doing something. I was always active, and um, that's kind of what really got me into it in the first place. But like most people, I graduated high school, went off to college. The exercise stopped. The, the not-so-healthy eating continued because – at that point, I was young. I could eat whatever I wanted, and my <laughs> diet was pretty terrible, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, oh, let me guess. Uh, pizza? Yeah, there was quite a bit of that. <laughs> um, so I went off to college, realized after about a week, I'm like, yeah, this, this isn't going to work. <laughs> um, you know, eating not the greatest food, not exercising. So that's when I really started kind of working out on my own. I started, you know, going to the gym. I started really reading everything about health and fitness and nutrition because, 
I just got by on, you know, playing sports before, so I didn't really know anything about, you know, I knew the basics of healthy eating, but I didn't really know all the all the different intricacies of it. So, so I kind of got started there through college. Um, once I graduated, I kind of I got a normal job. I didn't really view health and fitness kind of as a career opportunity. It was always just something I really enjoyed. Um, so I went off. I worked for uh, Hewlett Packard for nine years, kind of in the IT industry, doing analyst work and database work and all these other things. But you know, the one thing that was always constant was I was always sticking to my workouts. You know, if I was sick, I would take some time off or you know maybe a vacation here or there. But otherwise, you know, I was really committed to to getting healthy, to eating right, and you know to working out. So eventually, about a year ago, I was about to turn 30, and I, you know, I, I enjoyed my job. It was okay. You know, I, I was. I was okay at it, but it really wasn't anything that I looked forward to. It was just get in, get your eight to ten hours in, and get out. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's just kind of like the regular kind of day job. So I finally, you know, I was always doing the health and fitness thing on the side. So I kind of told myself, if you're ever going to do this, you kind of have to do it now because once you start getting into you know your mid 30s, you know, I didn't really think that you know it'd be the best time for a career change. So so what I did was I started kind of studying to become certified as a personal trainer. Um, which has actually happened, yeah, about a year ago now. Um, Congratulations. So I I started studying for those uh, exams. I I got certified as a personal trainer through the National Academy of Sports Medicine. Then I immediately got certified as a turbulence trainer because that's ultimately what my end goal was to get get that certification because I knew how valuable it was. So Um, how did that change your outlook on on exercise? I mean, I'm a a CTT as well, and it certainly mm -hmm. changed what I thought about exercise. Yeah, it changed it changed a lot to be honest with you. When I started out, I was doing the the weights 3 times a week and the you know, the long cardio 2 to 3 times a week. I just I read it online and I didn't know any better. And this mm-hmm. was, you know, 8 to 10 years ago, so a lot of people were kind of like, yeah, that's what you need to do. So I I kind of started out there and then as the years went by and I I started learning about the turbulence training and all that type of, you know, exercise is when I kind of started putting it to use for myself. So I started kind of changing up my workouts a little bit. I did things a lot quicker. I wasn't, you know, standing around between exercises when I was working out. I was incorporating more of, like, the, the quick intervals, sprints, um, and things like that. And it, it, it got me hooked, to be honest with you, because yeah. you take an hour, hour and a half long workout, now you're 30 minutes or less. So, I mean, who wouldn't love that? So you experienced what we're, we're experiencing out here in California, what I call the fitness paradox where all of a sudden, you know, you've slashed your workout time by two-thirds, and the result is, you know, everybody, my clients sometimes are scared to death. They're like, oh, my gosh, if I literally cut, they, they might be cutting as much as six hours of training out of their weekly training regimen. They're always afraid that they're like, oh, gosh, I'm going to blow up like the Michelin man. What happened <laughs> to you? What, what actually was the result? Um, I, I, I saw, you know, really, really good results, so, um, I've always been the kind of guy who wanted to, you know, build a little bit of muscle, but my main goal was kind of burning fat. I never wanted to be, you know, like huge, like a bodybuilder. Mm-hmm. You know, I just wanted to be able to go outside in the summer here and go to the beach with my shirt off and, you know, look okay. So, um, Hey, definitely. It is summer. And now speaking of that, <laughs> now I have noticed that, of course, you started working, working with clients. I, I see that you have uh, an actual facility where, where you train people there, there where you live, and you, then you also started writing your program. Tell me, if you will, because this is always what really fascinates me, uh, is seeing how this new way of training affects 
the, the people that we work with, the the men and women that that come in and who we train. W- what are some of the effects that you've seen from your training on uh, your students and clients? It's been really great. So um, yeah, I opened up my own boot camp um, last September. We officially opened, and before that, you know, I was helping out at gyms around here and just kind of training, you know, friends and family members and people I knew on the side. Um, mm-hmm. But it's really been a huge eye opener for a lot of people. Um, and the way I kind of do it is, whenever somebody new comes onto our boot camp, I meet with them personally, kind of figure out what they're looking for in terms of results, like you know, if they're looking to lose weight, uh, build some strength, um, if there's you know the specifics out of that, and then, you know, after I get to know them a little bit, we go through probably a five to ten minute workout, and in those five to ten minutes, they're they're breathing really hard, they're doing a lot of things that they haven't done in a long time, mm-hmm. um, one of my favorite questions I ask before we start the workout is, when's the last time you've done a push-up? Most of <laughs> the people, it's been many, many years since they've done a push-up, and they've essentially neglected their entire upper body because the only exercise they get is either walking or maybe jogging or, you know, things like that, um, so... We start doing, you know, a short, you know, five-minute workout, and, and they're, pretty, they're pretty tired afterwards, and then we get into the regular boot camp sessions, and, you know, mine are, mine are 30 minutes long with a five-minute warm-up and a five-minute cool-down, so we're less than 20 minutes for the actual workout, and, mm-hmm. you know, they leave, and they say it feels like, you know, an hour of, you know, going outside and running or something like that, so it's, it's really convenient for them because it's, it's nice and quick, but it's also really, you know, tough and intense, so they get a, you know, a great workout in a fraction of the time. Well, Derek, you know, I I have to tell you, that's exactly what we do out here in California at Gordon's studio. We do 30-minute training sessions. They come in, five-minute warm-up, the five-minute stretch and cool down at the end, and it is amazing what you can achieve in those those 20 minutes three times a week. Uh, But let's turn for a moment to, here's one of the issues that, that, that we see here in Sonora that I see with my students. Women mostly that I train and some men with very, very busy lives. Now, I absolutely would love it if they could get into Gordon's studio three times a week. But And there are some of them who do. There's some who want to come in five times a week, but that's another story. <laughs> but so many of them, what they really, really need and what I'm always excited to provide for them is some kind of training session that they can do either at home on their own, when they're on vacation, if they have to travel on business, because so many of my wonderful clients, they do travel on business. And what what can they do and what what's, what kind of solution could they find? And, of course, I'm starting to transition over and talk about your 10-minute fat loss. Mm-hmm. Uh, how can they help get, get results in a session that's as short, of te- as short as 10 minutes? Yeah, that's kind of how I came up with it is I had those same problems. Um, so, you know, in the past year I've, I made my switch into the fitness industry. I got married. We're now expecting our first daughter in about a week or so, basically Wonder. any day now. And, you know, as a single guy, I had hours to work out. I could go to work. I'd be done at 4 p.m. I'd have the rest of the night. I could drive to the gym and spend an hour and a half working out. I didn't, I didn't have any commitments, but... As life changes and life gets busier, you kind of run out of time and you don't have, you know, that hour to do the home workout program or things like that, which is what I was doing in the past. So um, kind of what I came up with were just a lot of different body weight exercises where you're working your entire body, but you're doing it kind of in a strategic fashion. So you're doing maybe an upper body workout or upper body exercise for, you know, 30, 40 seconds. Then instead of standing around and resting for a while, you just immediately go into a different exercise that works a different muscle group. So your upper body's resting, now maybe your lower body's working, you're doing some squats, 
then you give your lower body a little bit of rest and you know maybe you're doing some mountain climbers or something like that where you can get a lot of different exercises in in a short amount of time just by how you structure them and when you think about it if you stand here with a stopwatch for 10 minutes and just stand there with you know no music playing no <laughs> tv no nothing 10 minutes is quite a bit of time we kind of lose track of that with you know all the different things we have going on in the world today but if you got 10 minutes to dedicate and really push yourself hard for those 10 minutes then you can see really great results well, and one of the things that I've noticed is is if you're, and, you know, both of us being turbulence trainers, not to brag, but, man, there is some absolutely brilliant training design going mm-hmm. on in, in, in this program. But in general, in, you know, in general we're talking uh, 30 minutes. Uh, my instinct is, and what I've seen, is that when you really get into really good training design if you design it right you can get amazing results in 10 minutes is this what you're finding yeah yeah definitely and kind of the other thing that i really like about it is you can do it whenever you want to so if you have 10 minutes in the morning well that's great you can get in get your 10 minutes in go on to work you know that's that's great you're going to see great results from those 10 minutes but then if you have another 10 minutes say after work or during your lunch break or something like that you can still work in another 10 minutes throughout the day if you want to and, and get great results that way. But there's, it's all into the program design, basically, because if you're kind of standing there doing, you know, maybe arm curls for, you know, a minute and then you're doing crunches for a minute, well, that's not going to get you anywhere because you're just, you know, you're working these small little muscle groups. But when you hit the exercises that hit a couple different muscle groups at a time and you're working the big ones that burn more calories, then you can – you know, do three or four different exercises in 10 minutes, and, and you're going to be sweating at the end. You're going to be breathing pretty heavily. You know, you just got to push yourself, and, and you're going you're gonna to see some good results. That is really, really exciting. Now, I, I have to tell you, uh, you know, as I tease you, and I'm like, you don't know how young you are. I turned uh, <laughs> 50 this year, and my, you know, pride and joy and excitement, I mean, I love, you know, training my young clients who are in their 20s or down into their teens, but what really gets me excited is the transformation I see in the women and men who come into my studio who are in their 40s, 50s, 60s, and beyond. Uh, and one of the beautiful things is I found that the high-intensity training that we do can be adjusted for, uh, for, for the beginner and for the mature client. Would, would you say that, that that's true about 10-minute 10 10 minute fat loss? Yeah. Um, so the people that I train in person, I'd probably say – 75 to 80 percent of them are beginners they haven't worked out in years and Thank what you. i would do is i'd take you know the first session i'd take one of the 10 minute fat loss workouts and we simply just do a 10 minute workout and the great thing is you know a beginner can do it and someone who's you know been working out for a couple of years can do it because it's all based on timed intervals so you're not doing a specific number of reps for each exercise so you know if there's a beginner and a an advanced person and they're doing 15 push-ups well Maybe one does it in 20 seconds, the other one does it in, you know, a minute. So then the other person is kind of standing around waiting for the other person, which, you know, isn't great. So um, it's all based on time intervals, and you really just push yourself to do what you can in that interval. So maybe the first time you can only do two push-ups in 30 seconds and you're on your knees, but, you know, next week maybe you can do three or four, and you really just focus on trying to do just a little bit more in each of the exercises. And then, you know, over time, as you stick with it, as you get better, then you're going to start seeing – all the improvements that you can make, and, you know, you can start as a beginner, and, and it's perfect for you. Well, Derek, i got to tell you, you are singing my tune, because <laughs> what, what I have found is that when you give them that specific, that specific timed interval, it allows them to focus on great form. 
they're not struggling to keep up with everybody. So mm-hmm. instead of, you know, switching to poor form just so they can bang out some more reps, this allows them to stay within perfect form, do as many great reps as they can, and, and then they're, they're keeping up with everybody. And then also, you know, certainly if you're doing 10-minute uh, fat loss when you're on your own, you're, you're basically going, you know, under your own motivation. You're not trying, trying to be pushed by keeping up with, uh, with other people. Um, mm-hmm. Now, one of the things that I want to talk about, and I'm, I want to find out if you're discovering the same thing. Um, I came to fitness from a place of being, of being severely overweight and needing to lose weight. Uh, one of the things that I found when I switched away from the long training routines and I made it shorter, more intense, and I focused on form, I absolutely noticed that my, my training wasn't making me so hungry anymore. I actually found that the short, intense sessions were were modifying, reducing my appetite. Are you finding the same thing? Yeah, definitely. Um some of the programs that I used to do, um, you know, in the past where I'd, you know, I'd work out for an hour, a lot of, you know, heavy weights and things like that, and I would be starving afterwards, and I'd go and just eat anything in sight, and yeah. that that kind of neglected everything that I was doing before. It kind of just canceled everything out. Um, but, yeah, with the short, intense workouts, it, it's not really the same. You know, you don't, I don't personally get that, that hunger um, that I had in the past, and it's just another kind of bonus of it that, uh, that I found. Yeah, I really do. I really do think it, it makes a min- makes a difference. Speaking of bonuses, uh, we've got we've got a few minute few minutes left on the call. Uh, I've I've looked at what uh, what people can get with ten minute fat loss. Would you, Would you mind giving us just an idea with if they decide to get your program, what they might be finding in the program, what kind of bonuses they might be getting? Sure. So the the regular program comes with a four week uh, beginner. Uh, four-week beginner program, so it's essentially one 10-minute workout three times a week um, for four weeks. They also get the 12-week program, uh, which is up to three 10-minute workouts, again, three times a week, so you're not working out every single day. Uh, And then you also get an exercise guide, a nutrition guide, and then three-minute meltdowns, which are short, quick, three-minute workouts that you can add in at the end or when you don't have a whole lot of time. Um, But then for... Uh, this Monday, I'm having a birthday special since, as you mentioned, I'm turning 31, so I added on uh, four additional bonus programs that um, you get essentially for free. So we've got... Oh, uh, I, do, I, want to tell the, I want to tell the audience, obviously, you know, you're going to be listening to this on Derek's birthday, so that is going to be available <laughs> to you. On, we're pre-recording this call, but mm-hmm. it's going to be right there on that birthday, so it's going to be available to you. So go, go ahead, Derek. Tell them Perfect. <laughs> so I got four kind of special bonuses that I've been working on. Um, one of them is called 10-Minute Trouble Spot Toner, so Ooh. it's based on trouble spot training. I know everyone's a little different. Some people have the love handles they can't get rid of. Some people, it's their thighs or their abs. So um, it's 10 different 10-minute workouts that kind of um, focus on each one of those trouble spot areas. So we have that. I have 10-Minute Muscle, which is um, more of a kind of a muscle-building program. Um, so my original one is all body weight only, so it's body weight exercises, no weights, nothing like that. This one, we're adding in some dumbbells. Uh, got stability ball in there, just a little bit of extra, extra equipment. So you can, you can build some muscle, but it's still just short, quick 10-minute workouts. Oh, um, Derek, I just got to tell you, you are, like I said, you are singing my tune. You know, it's, <laughs> it's funny. It's amazing. As we, as we begin to learn what works, and I'm glad to hear that you've got a new nutrition program in your programs, you know, to give people good help and good ideas on how they mm-hmm. can uh, – 
adjust their nutrition in order to reach their fat loss uh, and figure goals. I, I'm just so excited to hear about what you've what you've got in the program. And uh, as we come to the end, end of our show, I want you to tell everybody uh, how they can find your program and, and take advantage of uh, of your birthday goodies. How can they find it? Uh, you can go to 10minutefatloss.com. So it's just the number 10 spelled out, so T-E-N, minutefatloss.com. If you want some more information, you can go to 10minutefatloss.com slash blog as well. Um, and then we're also on Facebook under 10 Minute Fat Loss. So plenty of spots you can kind of check out what I've been doing and um, see if you're interested. Oh, super. And, of course, everybody, there, I'm going to have uh, all of this information in the show on where you can find it and uh, where, where you can go to discover more about 10-Minute uh, Fat Loss. And I just have to say to everybody, you know, I hope that you continue to follow and see what Derek is doing because I think that we're really getting great success. We, we've got just a, a little a little bit of, of time left if you don't mind, uh, could you just take a moment to talk to my audience about um, how it is that we stick to our programs and keep going? A good way to leave the, this is, you know, tips to people on how they can really integrate fitness into their lives, Derek. To me, it really just comes down to what's driving you. So whenever somebody gets on a fitness or workout program, there's there's something that they're trying to get out of it. So maybe they have you know, a wedding coming up or a vacation, or maybe they, you know, they're at a se- severe risk for a specific type of disease like diabetes or something like that, but everybody has a reason deep down why they're working out. And what I recommend is you just write that down and you put it somewhere where you see it every single day. So maybe you hang it up in your room, at your desk, at work, you know, somewhere where you see it every single day because for me personally, that's what motivates me is reminding myself constantly why I'm doing this, what I'm trying to get out of it. And that. It kind of keeps you going on the days when maybe you don't feel like working out or you feel like ordering that pizza at night. It's just kind of keeping in the back of your mind that idea of why you're doing this in the first place, and it, it'll drive you, um, you know, kind of when you're, when you're not, so, not so keen on getting the workouts in. Oh, Derek, I'm, I'm so glad I asked you the, that question that you, and that you answered it because ultimately it's all about the reason behind the reason. If you keep your eyes on the prize, and you have a good reason for why you want to be fit and healthy and why you want to train right and eat smart, it sure makes everything easier. So, everybody, thank you so much for listening today. And I want to wish you happy birthday, Derek. And I just I want to wish you and your wife an amazing experience where, when your child comes into the world. And I'm just so glad I got to talk, got to, talk to you today and that you're, you're in you're in good health, and uh, and that the future is bright for you. I really appreciate it, Derek, and uh, I hope that we'll be talking soon and that everybody goes and checks out uh, 10 Minutes Fat Loss. So, Derek, that's it for the Sugar Freedom Show, and uh, thank you again for joining me on the show. All right, everybody, we'll see you next time on the Sugar Freedom Show. Bye-bye. <laughs> 